This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, y'all. Seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The NFL free agency bonanza has completely changed how some teams could approach the NFL draft. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. one of the many players Aaron Rodgers has demanded the Jets sign a free agency to ensure offensive rookie of the year Garrett Wilson plays less snaps. And with me, as always, is AJ. Yikes alert for Jalen Carter, Marquise. Yeah, if you you honestly have big uh, Aaron Rodgers guy vibes, Rob. He needs a guy who can block new Saints defensive tackle Nathan Shepard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows he's got that in you. Today we'll be breaking down our top quarterbacks in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out. To Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And And that's that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Yeah, big things happening at Sports Drink, AJ. Junk drawer, junk drawer coffee. Are you going to make a trip down? I'm going to have to. I love coffee. I love Sports Drink. Mm-hmm. I assume I love Louisiana. I've never been there, but I assume I love it. Do you think they got like a, a Sports Drink flavored coffee? You know, Will Levis puts mayo in his coffee, so why not put a little Gatorade in your coffee? <laughs> that. Honestly, I'm surprised that's not a thing. Gross. Yeah, I'm surprised that's not a thing. Like brewed yeah. with brew it with Gatorade instead of water. Mm. I, I wonder if that would like break your coffee machine. Or, I mean, it's the consistency of Gatorade's still the same as water. So oh yeah, water. you'd be fine. No, no, no. Done, no, I'm done. Deal. Done. Yeah. Speaking of uh, weird coffee and Will Levis, we're talking quarterbacks today. We're talking quarterbacks in the 2023 NFL draft today. We're talking a much better quarterback class than last year. Wrong. I was looking at my last year, my show notes from last year for the quarterbacks. <laughs> like my QB four this year is my QB one last year. Yeah, I think, I think pretty much for me too. Um, but then I was thinking, I was like, well, I have Brock Purdy quarterback thirteen. I didn't have Anthony Brown in my top fifteen quarterbacks <laughs> last year, and he started an NFL that's, game. It's a good point. So, 
who 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 from this class will we just straight up not expect to play and then they do i got my guess keep mm, listening to find out mm, i like that yeah it's probably gonna be sean clifford but i hope it's <laughs> that's a, that's a good guess um Thanks. i don't i don't love like the the back end of this quarterback class mm-mm, mm-mm. i mean it's propped up which i mean quarterback being a different such a different position than everything else it's like yeah you're seventh running back could be a starter yeah but obviously there's only going to be like what a bull if you count last year two two to four starting quarterbacks in every class yeah ish um competent starting quarterbacks and we're gonna have four go top 10 so yes uh and then it's kind of yeah it's a big to me there's a big drop one like quarterback six through 13 aren't all like 13 quarterbacks could get drafted here but none of them are guys i'm like absolutely banging the table for in the third round or something no i i agree i only have um like i have my first round grades and i only have like two day two grades and then like i think it's kind of like the thick of it's like in the sixth round <laughs> to be honest after that and yeah and they're all like kind of are for me at least my quarterbacks i think my quarterbacks eight through 13 all have similar grades yeah and it's like it's very dependent on what you're looking for in a potential backup quarterback yeah um and speaking of the number who of quarterbacks who get drafted uh i i took a look at the last five drafts on average 11.2 get selected um 2022 had just nine selected uh both 2018 2020 had 13 apiece I think we could get close to 13 this year, honestly. Yeah, I think there's like, I only have a left uh, 11 draftable grades, but I got like a, a, like more priority UDFA grades than I feel like I usually do. Same, me too. There's, um, I, I thought that like my quarterbacks 17 through 11 were way better this year than last year. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. Um, you know, yeah, so ele- I have, 11 draftable, yeah. The, you're, we're both always going to have an undrafted grades on guys who, are gonna get drafted too. Mm-hmm. I feel um, there's a certain quarterback uh, in, in uh, I don't know the the Dallas Fort Worth area who I don't yeah. think is draftable, but I'm pretty certain will get drafted. Yeah, um, more I mean, more hey, in the Fort Worth area than the Dallas area, though. Whatever. Um, no, no, you're right. I'm just I don't want to think we we hate anyone from SMU. That's why I just want to make clear we love SMU. Yeah, Tanner Mordecai, had he come out? Um, <laughs> exactly. He's, he's off to the Big Ten, real football. Uh, before we get into it, we've been rambling for a while here. Uh, I totally forget my point. Oh, I was going to say, after Tommy Stevens got drafted, I feel like any quarterback mm-hmm. could get drafted. Mm-hmm. Especially, worst. Spe- I know he wasn't like supposed to be a quarterback, I don't think. but Especially quarterbacks in the Fort Worth area, I agree. I think that that's one where he's my quarterback 16, but I feel like he's got a good chance to get drafted. <laughs> Let's let's start start off with with some of the some superlatives. Kind of take a glance at this quarterback class and overview um, more of the talented guys up first. We'll get to your Max Duggan crush, and let's look at the highest floor passer in this class. I think that's an interesting question, um, but I land on uh, the maybe the first overall pick in this class, and that's uh, C.J. Stroud. Oh, I, was, I was so ready for you to say Tanner McKee. Tanner McKee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 
I honestly don't think it is. Like, I, I think you watch those top four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You have a hard time coming away thinking anyone has a higher floor than C.J. Stroud. Um, mainly because no matter how much you love Bryce Young, we've never seen a quarterback that size yeah. in the NFL. So that instantly puts question marks around his floor. Anthony Richardson is just so green in the gills. He's only started 13 games. Uh, and, and Will Levis, I mean, I don't think he's on the same levels as those other three anyway. Agreed. So, and then when you look at it past the fact that C.J. Stroud checks the box for size, uh, production, the tape's good. It's, it's like he, he also checks the box for four because he's got the best, I think, the best footwork in the class. Um, he's got such a quick release. He is also the most accurate quarterback in the class. Accuracy tends to give you a higher floor. It translates quicker to the NFL. He's one of the um, most accurate quarterbacks we've done in the last few years. Yeah, big time. And, and I, I, I think too. It's funny because he's been kind of polarizing. And the Georgia game happened, and then everyone's like, "Oh, he can play out of structure." <laughs> yeah. Um. And then he goes and he he has that incredible performance at the NFL Combine in. Just in uh, in shorts, but we haven't seen a guy kind of have that that type of um, throwing session in Indy. I don't know in our time doing this, so it just felt like he's slowly been trending towards being that number one pick. Carolina pulls the trigger, trades for the number one pick. Everything has changed, and Josh McCown, before he's the Panthers' uh, quarterback coach, was uh, did a video for Underdog talking about how much he loves C.J. Stroud. Stroud seems like a Frank Reich type of quarterback. He does. Look at the types of quarterbacks he's had. Um, Frank Reich likes big quarterbacks. Uh, he had Matt Ryan, obviously, this past season. It didn't work out in Indy. But that's who Stroud most reminds me of, just a very competent, accurate, calm, poised passer who can dissect you from the pocket, even if he doesn't have that same it factor that you could argue Bryce Young has or – or the freakish athleticism of an Anthony Richardson, or um, you know the skin tone of a Will Levis. So, <laughs> is that your comp, Matt Ryan? Yeah. Hold on. I, it's. It, I think it's tough, but I, I I felt best with that. Have you seen that anywhere else? I told you it like three weeks ago. I don't remember you telling me it because I, that's where I landed on too. <laughs> oh, you complimented me when I told you. Okay, I don't. I forgot. It's on. It's. It, it, it was on the podcast. No, so I, I don't listen. I don't listen, listen to you. I don't listen. Go back and listen, uh, listeners. But yeah, I I just feel like he's very accurate. He makes the right yeah. decisions. See, he doesn't put the ball in conflict very often. He's also got enough athleticism to extend, but he's not some dominant running threat. Um. Like, I, honestly, like, like in terms of obviously, like being highest floor, there's not a lot of knocks on him. Like he isn't; he's very clean. Yeah, it, it feels like he's he's getting underrated for how clean he is. Like it, it feels like it's coming back around now. It though, does. It, yeah. that, that is what was happening, and now it feels as if we've come back around on it. And and just speaking more to the comparison to Matt Ryan, it's like Matt Ryan for the vast majority of his career over ten years was a top what 13 quarterback in the nfl he was like he had an mvp f- yeah. season and like his highs were high but his lows weren't very low no and he had the falcons contending for playoffs but the falcons um like he's in the super the, bowl like yeah right and it's just like nfc championship games you yeah. just get you got him in the perfect offense for the one year basically with kyle, two years with kyle shanahan yeah and, and it's just if we can get cj stroud i know carolina doesn't have 
a lot of they have the worst skill position group in the NFL right now. Probably they signed Hayden Hurst and Miles Sanders today. Actually, um, if they use that second round pick that they've retained on a receiver, I think that would help. But uh, Straub feels like he would thrive in a Frank Reich offense. He he also like he is he navigates the pocket fairly well like he doesn't turtle it's not like he can't move you, you um, see some really high end like it's not always there but you see some really high end pocket uh, navigation from him yeah and he keeps stuff he keeps plays on time again he doesn't have that same like innate ability to extend as a Bryce Young you can't tuck it and take it 80 like Anthony Richardson but he keeps everything on time like yeah he's going to be able to play week one and look like a professional quarterback and I think that's what yeah like I, I think I also tend to think he has a pretty high ceiling and like you see him make these full field full field reads. He works those progressions. He'll check down when he needs to. He's willing to push the ball and, and kind of give like he like Marvin Harrison Jr. For example, he's 50 50 shot like just I think he's going to be very, very freaking good. And I think people are finally starting to come around on that. Yeah, I think so, too. And like it, like it feels weird that his biggest knock is the. Like the out of structure stuff, but I think if you really watch him, like there's a obviously it's hard to ignore the Georgia game because then you see it, man. Like he just maybe why isn't this more consistent? But I think if you start to look at games at a smaller scope, it, it is there more often than you he, kind of he, remember, you know. Like it's he also didn't have to do it that much. It no, two <laughs> top fifty talents exactly in, in, uh, at left and right tackle and receivers Probably. being very open. Like yeah, like yeah, f- several future first round pick receivers. uh NFL starting center probably, um, and, and he kept everything on top. Like really, yeah. it was only the Michigan games where it was Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, kind of hunting. Yeah, I mean, but like, like maybe like to get nitpicky, that's a knock. I mean, that's always a thing with Ohio State quarterbacks or, or trolls, according to trolls on Twitter at least. But you know, he is. He has two top fifty tackles. He has. Uh, for, he was throwing to first round picks a plenty, right? And like that will always be a thing. Like you said. The, the Panthers, um, if they do decide to draft him, their group of playmakers offense is, is worse than Ohio State has had the last two years, right? Like, undoubtedly. So that's going to be an adjustment. But, like, I, I think, like, I think, like, his pure pocket movement ability is good enough not to worry about, like, him not making the out-of-structure plays. But then they do show up. So, like, I'm not even, like, really worried about that. The other thing, too, is we, I like how we keep talking about it in the context that he's definitely going to be a Carolina Panther. It sure sounds like uh, it. Well, well there But if he's not, he's a Texan, and they're a show, too, so what's the difference? <laughs> but but while the Panthers have nothing in terms of skill position, again, they signed Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst. Like, those are fine acquisitions. I don't think Miles Sanders is amazing. I don't think Hayden Hurst is amazing, but those are NFL starters. Yeah. Uh, they've done a good job kind of building up that offensive line. Like, C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud's not going to work into a walk into a situation in Carolina if they take him number one where his offensive line's falling apart and he does need yeah. to be extending plays constantly. Like, yeah, the, the line hit his stride, like, towards the end of the season last year especially. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, like, that they're in better shape there than some of the other teams who could be uh, selecting a quarterback early. Um, and, and, I mean, again, it helps that I think – that that coaching staff Frank Reich's put together is so good. Um, I I really hope he does end up a Carolina Panther. I think that'd be the best case for him and mm-hmm. for the fun of the NFL. So, but yeah, I I, th- I think definitely has floor. He checks all the the accuracy box, the size box, the footwork, the mechanics. Everything's there. Yeah. He's so he's very poised too, right? He is. Again, there's not a lot of knocks. There really Wonderful isn't. Wonderful touch thrower, and like he's not a statue back there. He just isn't the same. Isn't the same play extender. Is Bryce Young, and he isn't the same freak show runner 
Yeah. As Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Um, speaking of, going to highest ceiling. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously Anthony Richardson. <laughs> like, uh, what can you say that hasn't been said, Rob? He's 6'4", 244. He's the best athlete we've seen for a quarterback um, on paper at the combine, combine ever. He's still only 21 years old. He'll be 22 in May. Um, and I think that athleticism just oozes off of him on every single snap, you know, like it's, it's not just as a, as a runner. Like sometimes you like, Oh, some of those throws he made in the Tennessee game where he's using that freaky athleticism to like, just navigate the pocket and like, like it's, it's not in the most controlled way, but it's like, he's just dipping defender after defender and then making great throws. Like, Seeing how well he can navigate the pocket, I think, yeah. I think, because there's this, this, I don't know, narrative push that well, he's huge, he's athletic, huge arm, but he's so raw. If you go into the tape thinking that, you come out being like, wow, he is so much better than some of the quote unquote raw quarterbacks we've seen. In terms uh, definitely, of what he can do in the pocket as it's breaking down, how he navigates, how he remain keeps himself a passer, how he, yeah, he's just a freak show, and he 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 isn't this quarterback who. The second things go bad, he's looking to tuck and run. He looks to remain a quarterback. Like, he is – well, he is raw in comparison to C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. He is so much less raw than I think the narrative that's been put out there. Yeah, I agree. And, like, don't forget, one year in that offense, right? Like, it's – lot of a new coaching staff. That, that's what like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, like he, he's going from the shit show that was the damn Mullen Florida Gators to – and, like – Will Levis gets more excuses for, like – I know the OC changed, but the rest of the staff was the fucking same. And, and like, that Richardson gets called raw. You know what I mean? Like, that's weird I, to me. I also want to point out, like, what you were saying with CJ Stroud, like, surrounded by NFL talent, like, first-round yeah. receivers everywhere. Like, Anthony Richardson had nothing. In Osiris terms. Torrance. Ricky, Ricky Persall was his go-to yeah. playmaker. Ricky Persall yeah. also was just, like, if you watch the tape, you're like, whoa, my God, what is this number one guy doing? But he's also his best player, like, yeah. pass-catching-wise. Um it was a lot of Anthony Richardson trying to will this team to wins. Yeah. If he lands in the right situation, I, 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 I'm so ex- like it's just such an exciting player, and I think we saw and we talked about this a little bit on the post combine show, like your floor is raised when you're a freak show athlete. Look mm-hmm. what Justin Fields did last year with Chicago. I know they didn't win a lot of games, obviously, but. They were in games they shouldn't have been in because he's running for 1,200 yards on the season yeah. despite having zero talent around him. Um, if Anthony Richardson lands in – I kind of I tend to think whoever – someone's going to trade up to three and select him. Um, but let's say, like, he lands in Indy. Like, the, the thought of what Shane Steichen could do with a guy like Anthony Richardson after seeing what he did with Jalen Hurts the last couple of years and Justin Herbert before that, like, it's just really – Whatever team it, he lands on is must a must watch team. Uh, yeah, he's on the field. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, I mean, if, if if Seattle ends up taking a five, you know, he's gonna sit and learn for at least one season. And like, I, I don't think I, I think he can start week one. I I think there has been a lot more raw quarterbacks, like you said. You know, like like reading, you know, reading zone and stuff. That that's where he's gonna have to come along. But again, like you said, yeah. he's only started. What did you say? Thirteen games in the in, in college football. Like in terms of like. Like his footwork can get sloppy, you know, and like like it'll you know it'll impact it, his accuracy. And yeah, like what? the release isn't like amazing. Like he's not some mechanical freak, but like there's so many good quarterbacks in the NFL that aren't either. Like Josh Allen, I know that's he's an outlier, but uh, Richardson's the same size essentially and a better athlete. Like you know, so Anthony Richardson is an outlier. Um, 
obviously. Um, but yeah, like like there are like there are definitely the raw quote unquote stuff to nitpick. But I know I hate I know I keep doing this and I've been doing it all year, Rob. But when you match it up with Will Levis, it's like the same, except for the release. Um, Levis's release is way better, but um. The other thing, too, with Anthony Richardson is when his feet are set, like, when everything mm-hmm. is right, like, he has some wonderful deep ball mm-hmm. placement throws. He looks really good at times on these play-action deep shots. Yep. Um, he can make, like you were talking about, with the navigation of the pocket, remaining a passer under fire, kind of making plays uh, out of structure off-platform. Um, at the same time, he's a six foot four, two hundred and forty four pound quarterback who runs a four four, yeah. and is the most explosive quarterback in NFL history. Um, like he's still got that in his bag too, and if you get him in the right system that utilizes him in that way, like that will buy you time to develop him as a passer by utilizing what he could do as a runner. Um, yeah, and at the same time. He's younger than all these other quarterbacks. I, yeah. I know, like, you don't want to be like, um, he's he's twenty. Like, I don't know. I just kept hearing how young Tremaine Edmonds was when he signed that contract with the Bears, which was a bad contract, regardless of how old he is. And, and I get you don't want to be like, oh, he's gonna grow into it. He's twenty, because uh, you never know what's gonna happen. But at the same time, like, he's he's three years or four years younger than Will Levis. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I hate, I hate continually putting it Richardson versus Levis but it does kind of feel like that's what yeah. the way it is because it feels as if it's it's Stroud and Bryce Young in that tier one and Richardson and Levis in that tier two even if we, I think we both disagree with that I think Richardson's uh, closer to that tier one than I know and I, I, tier, but. I agree that it yeah I, fool, I don't think it's close but like <laughs> I do agree that it's I hate doing it but people did it all year and it's just like we kept scratching our heads and Hey, when it's all said and done, I think Retri- uh, Anthony Richardson's going above Will Levis. It might just be one pick, but I think it's going to happen. But yeah, I I agree. The rawness isn't as um, isn't as it's it's not there like people say it is. I mean, also like again, not to put them beside each other, but I think pure like naturally um, accuracy. I think I think Richardson is more naturally a- accurate than Will Levis is. I agree. I don't. Will Levis is not a- accurate at all. Like, he's, he throws a shotgun like he just like yeah yeah like, Richardson is more like the, the mechanics and stuff and like you said he's he, he just needs reps I think it's gonna come like of course when you, whenever you're drafting you know anyone high like it, it's it's not a slam dunk ever but all the tools are there for him to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL if if it, if it comes yeah. together and it, like you said if it doesn't you're still getting one of the, like one of the best athletes in the NFL like like it's not really a lose situation um. Looking more now uh, at those that kind of back end of that top ten quarterback group, uh, and like, like you alluded to, it's not the greatest group. So if you're looking for a value pick, whether it be at, with quarterback, it's a little different. I feel like a value pick can be a quarterback you find on day two, right? Yeah, exactly. Day two or day three, um, early day three. Uh, versus other positions like a running back, a value pick is a guy you get in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Um. Who's your value pick in this class? Basically, who's your guy after those top four? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to my QB six is what I'm doing here. Um, my only guy that like I have in like the fifth round, everyone else is kind of like either way above or or like a round below. I'm going with uh, one of your favorite Rob. I'm going with Jake Hayner. Yeah, so I also I I kind of feel cheap putting Hendon Hooker here. Yeah, to be Hendon Hooker is kind of in this tier of his own. I put Hooker for my wild card just. Because of the injury situation, and 
you know, we'll, we'll get there in a second. But yeah, but to, to me, Jay Kaner is that quarterback you take fourth, fifth round, um, who can be a spot starter. Yeah, who can be a long term backup. Uh, two of the the things I think that he is going for him, is he's really good in the quick game. Yeah, yes. He, he he can keep things on time, get the ball out uh, on time, um, gets the ball out quick. But at the same time, he can extend plays a little bit. He, he, he looks good out of structure. He's, he's uh, poised enough. He doesn't have the biggest arm, but he doesn't really try to take these deep shots. He's a very, like, Gardner Minshew-y, point guardy quarterback. Yeah. Uh, good touch thrower, has enough mobility to extend. Um, he's just very, like, solid all around. I... I like him a lot. Yeah, I think, like, the only thing, you know, the two big knocks is that arm is pretty meh. Like, he's not going to make those big-time throws downfield. And he, he's, he's not a very big guy, but that doesn't matter as much in today's NFL. No. And and the other thing, too, is, like, when uh, when you're looking for – and, again, we're talking not in the context that Jake Kaner is going to become a starting NFL quarterback. I think we're, we're talking in the context of backup long-term like, – yeah backup quarterback who can st- when you need him can mm-hmm. be okay when he's thrown into the fire not lose and, you not be the reason you lose a spot start you know yeah exactly um and if you look at a lot of the competent ones we've seen it trend towards like the more athletic guys like yeah. uh, uh, a guy like let's say tyler huntley for example um or the this type of quarterback which is that gardner Minshew, that like the, that colt mccoy the the, although Chase Daniels never played, he's like he's the he's me of yeah. this. Oh, he's a poster uh, boy. Um, and I, I I just feel like that's what you want to look for. Not not the guy with the massive arm who uh, is six five and is it just turns out that he's Carson Strong. Yeah, he's more into that Brock Purdy line. Like I don't want to throw that out there, but like you know, he's I, a very similar profile to Brock Purdy. Yeah, like uh, older guy played a lot of games. Um, but like good ball placement, ball placement throws guys open. Good anticipation, you know. Like confident over the middle. Um, yeah, like he's just he's just a solid passer, and I agree. I think he's just a guy that can be um, your backup for a long term, and nothing nothing that's gonna ever. I, I like that Chase Daniel one. I, I actually comped him to someone else you just named, so that's funny. But um, yeah, I just think he can stick for a long time. And you know what I find though, like a lot of the back end from from Hainer down. Uh, quarterbacks are kind of like that same vein. Um, there's a couple guys that are, you know, like like there's the Tanner McKees who's like the prototype, and, but but a lot of the other guys are more like that. Like not the biggest guys, not the biggest arms, but can just kind of get it done types. And um, yeah, he, I think he's the best of that bunch. Now, now, kind of going deeper here in in, in looking at a sleeper, maybe. Whereas I think we both think Hayner's, what, fourth, fifth round? Pretty good senior bowl week. That helps, too. Um, your sleeper's, what, more your sixth, seventh round type quarterback? Yeah. I'm going, again, it's tougher with quarterbacks, right? Because my, my, my quarterback eight is my sleeper. We're, we're like, I, I mean, that's not that deep. But it's still, like, it's hard to pick a sleeper, you know? And in terms of, funny enough, I'm comped him to a guy that you also named. But my sleeper is DTR, Dorian Thompson oh, Robinson. God damn it, AJ. Mine, too. <laughs> Who I come to Tyler Huntley, who you just named. God damn it, me too. <laughs> I'm glad. Hey, Tyler Huntley could be the starting quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens in a few months. So, or someone else because they they freaking 
uh, RFA tendered him. I know. With, uh, with uh, original undrafted or whatever the heck. Yeah, I know. That was weird. But, yeah, like, like look, uh, we mentioned a lot of that. Like, we just mentioned Hayner, you know, undersized. I mean, DTR's not that big, but undersized, not the best arm, you know, solid athlete. DTR's a very good athlete. He's got a pretty – he's got, a, I think, a better arm than those guys do. Yeah, for sure. Um, he played his best football this year. He started for four years. He, I think five, he years. five, yeah. Just like I think he just got better and better. His accuracy that was his big thing at the, when he was a frosh. A, a guy just who got better only, and better. Only played quarterback his senior year of high school as a receiver before that. Shout out Tate Martell, uh, Ohio State, great <laughs> Tate Martell yeah. being the starting quarterback at Bishop Gorman. Um, yeah, DTR's got one. He checks that box of athletic can mm-hmm. run. That, that's something that's always nice to have in your backup quarterback. Uh, he's got a uh, NFL-level arm. Yep. Um, he's he's a guy who I, I think it's important, too, that he checks the box with those leadership. Like, Chip Kelly freaking uh, gushes about him, mm-hmm. right? Like, loves this guy. Says he wants it more than anyone. Um, you'll see him make some kind of... Ooh, eyebrow-raising yeah. deep throws every once in a while, too. Yep. He's not afraid to push the ball downfield. Um, he can extend. He has, like, I thought better footwork and mechanics than I was expecting, too. It, it got better, but, yeah. I think, like, the yeah. footwork still needs work, but, yeah, I agree. The but mechanics aren't bad. so much better from, yeah. like, 2020 to 2022. Like, yeah. He's just clearly getting better as he gets more used to playing the position. He's played more college football than a lot of these guys. Yeah. Um, I think DTR carves out a, a, a really solid backup career. I agree with you. Yeah, um, he, like you say, checks all those boxes. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, he he looked pretty good. Like he looked on pace on pace with like Aiden O'Connell at the Shrine Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I, I like there's still you know he doesn't have the greatest feel for deep. Like it's, sometimes he just doesn't see DBs and like the undercut no, and stuff. Yeah. But but he like, the USC game and he's forcing like he, yeah. He he struggles at time against zone like he's forcing things and you're right just doesn't see a guy he thinks his arm can out kind of beat coverage yeah. at times but, but it, he's come so far in terms of like he's comfortable taking the check down now in most situations yeah. uh, when he's just like standing and delivering and on rhythm he looks really good and and then you'll see like the high end plays like you said some wild throws and like just some crazy I- improvised plays so like just a guy with like s- some upside. Um, <clears throat> lots of football under his belt. I think he's like a safer. Like I got a, I got an early to mid six round grade on him, and I think in yeah. that round you're rolling the dice on him, and I, it's worth I it. I also, I also think it's funny because when talking about DTR, he's played so much college football. We've been talking about it for so mm-hmm. long. Part of that is when like he is Chip Kelly's quarterback from taking over at UCLA. So yeah. And when Chip Kelly took over at UCLA, like, there was all this. Oh, is he going to turn them into what he had Oregon doing? And obviously, it never really happened. And, and this was the, really the first year that UCLA truly broke out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like DTR got extra scrutiny because of all of that. Like, Probably. there was more eyes on them and him. Yeah. Uh, and more falling on his shoulders. And like, just like the Twitter discourse around DTR too. Like, some people think he's terrible because you throw like against USC. They're in that game, but he ends up throwing what like two or three picks. And it's all his fault. It just feels like he's going to be drafted, and some people are going to be like, "This guy is so bad." This guy. Some people are going to be like, "This guy's a future NFL starting quarterback." It's just like he's a very polarizing player. When I actually think he's a lot more down the middle, like a much just a safe NFL backup mm-hmm. than he is like going to be some horrific NFL player or some future NFL. Starter. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean. 
we've seen a lot like guys with a lot less experience coming out of you know the Pac-12 that are like kind of similar dudes that are going and starting in in spots and looking better than they should and like I think DTR is better than you know like Anthony Brown DTR is better than Anthony Brown no offense um you know what I, I mean do you, do you remember that throw Anthony Brown made them preseason yeah i do went to uh, our guy poke um <laughs> yeah exactly but like you know what i mean like i don't i don't know but you're right i think it's just DTR like the should have been at the senior bowl for for what it's i worth. agree with you yeah he was better than a lot of the guys there. i don't know maybe he chose to be at the shrine bowl it's possible uh, west coast baby he's also um, from vegas yeah exactly um yeah I, I agree with you though like it's just maybe like the bias of like he's had a lot of eyes on him and people have made their decisions about him i don't know but yeah i agree with i they were very on page here with uh with DTR's evaluation. All right, let's get a little deeper. What undrafted? Who's your Anthony Brown essentially? <laughs> who's your deep sleeper in this class? Probably like a player who's going to go undrafted that you think, heck, maybe maybe he just becomes an XFL star. You know, like just a quarterback you like who's not going to get drafted, but you you see something there. I went with uh, my guy from Fordham, Tim Demorat, baby. The freak athlete, apparently. The freak athlete, yeah. 6'3", 220. Uh, went out and tested really, really well. Uh, didn't expect that. Like, jumped really good. Really solid agility. Ran a good 40. Um, and then, like, you see it. Like, he, he, he that shows up. Like, he'll run for first downs. And um, he's well-built. And, like, you kind of see that show up on the field, too. Um, like, pretty pretty decent, like, you know, short accuracy. Good rhythm thrower. Um, and it, it's kind of tough to evaluate because, one, you're watching Fordham tape. But, two, like... A lot of drops on tape, so kind of like a tougher one. So like, like the arm, I don't think is great or anything like that. But he's got some touch there, and he's just like that the athleticism, the athleticism, and like just he, he keeps it on time, and like has got some playmaking to him. And you don't see too many like really bad decisions. Just a guy that I think you're getting, you know, a priority DFA to come in and could possibly turn into a backup quarterback or uh, USFL and or XFL stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you get him in the Renegades baby, he'll he'll be winning XFL bowls. All right. I'll be going with my boy James Madison's own Todd Santeo. Uh a two-time transfer started off at Temple, ended up at Colorado State before landing with uh the Dukes and their first year in the FBS. He he led them to a heck of a year even though they mm-hmm. weren't allowed to play in uh anything, but um Six foot two twenty, like he's a thick boy. Ball kind of jumps out of his hand a little more than I was expecting. He's got some like, ooh, types of deep ball placement throws down the seam a lot too. He's uh, a physical runner, which I enjoy. Um, you know who he reminds me of? Who's that? Troy Smith, baby. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, no, I like. I I very much think Todd Santeo is going to be lingering whether it be the cfl xfl or usfl i'd like i don't he's not gonna get drafted uh i hope he's in a camp i don't really know but i i i kind of think he is a more interesting football player than max duggan uh, as a quarterback um he need like his mechanics are a little like his throwing motions a little slow or released a little slow his feet could get a little goofy under pressure but he's like I don't know. He's decisive. He's got a big arm, and he can run. I like him. <laughs> I like that. There's not too many guys like with big arms after the the top guys. A lot of older uh, quarterbacks I, too. I got I got one. I'll talk about later. Okay. 
I, lo- I love this undrafted quarterback class. I hate the day three quarterbacks. I love the undrafted quarterbacks. <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier, wildcard Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I think it's got to be Hendon Hooker. And, you know, to no fault of his own, man. Like, Hooker went to Tennessee and, and tore it up in the hypo system. But that will be a question on him. And then you throw in the fact that he tore his ACL late in the season, uh, one of the worst moments of the college football season. And it turns him into... Like a tough evaluation, you know. Like, and, and he's gonna be a twenty-five year old. And he's gonna be twenty-five years old. It's, you know, it's tough. So all those questions mounting up against him, it it, it makes it difficult. Um, that being said, he had what a what a fantastic season he had, and like what a what an athlete he is. Like he's got such a like um, like like I don't know a blend that I don't know if I've seen it before where he's just like turns instantly between like a pocket passer and like just a runner. Like it, it, he's got such an interesting blend there. Um, and you know you can that it, it could be big plays for scram from scrambles or designing those runs and like a legit runner. Um, but then like it, it, most of the time he's just like a pure pocket passer, like just making good decisions and being consistently pretty accurate and placing the ball pretty well and spinning it pretty nice. Um, the one thing is like I think like you know the deep ball placement is more inconsistent than I feel like you remember watching at Tennessee yeah. and more than you'd like. Um, and a couple short throws with tail on him. It's just like. And there's more more deep misses on tape than than I felt like I remember watching this year. But like again, like a guy like really poised and all of that. But um, just those questions are, are going to be tough. And I really feel for him because I feel like he could have risen to um, to uh, toward the point where I don't. I'm not. I think he'll still be a day a day two pick. But like yeah, I, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I, I, like I have an early mid third on him. I. Uh- I think what helps him is the intangibles. Like absolutely, yeah. You get him to the room, everyone's gonna love him. They'd be like, okay, well, we've, we're taking him in the third round. He could potentially develop into a starter, or we've got a really, uh, a really great backup. This, yeah, I agree. This isn't my comp for him at all, but like, and I like like removing the injuries and stuff. But like, I got some like Jalen Hurts vibes. Just it's kind of similar makeup. Similar makeup, makeup, similar like even like similar playing style um, to a point. Um, athleticism. It's just like kind of similar story where um, yeah, like a lot. But again, Hurts was cleaner. But yeah. Well, I get you. you're you're not saying it's the the comp, so I get what you mean. Yeah, no, it's, he's, that's not my comp for for Hooker. But I'm just throwing out um, just similar vibes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so hard. This. Both with him and with the receivers in this offense, it's so hard. Just yeah. the amount they're running free. Yeah, everything's a vertical. Um, he definitely has NFL level arm. He's mm-hmm. he's got the ability to to make plays as a runner. Um, he's so poised. He's a good decision maker. Yeah, he's a good touch thrower. He throws with a lot of touch. I can get away from him. I think he's better. Like the intermediate to deep i think he is better than he is in the short mm-hmm. um it's just yeah it's just weird because again it, not even the ACL, it's the age that i think scares me more right yeah it, it's the combination i feel like right just uh i mean you know wonder in this system and but to me he's the clear quarterback five so it's yeah i i don't have him very far behind uh will levis like at all if i'm being honest um, yeah i i mean like Looking at it versus uh, last year, like I, I, I feel he is on a similar page as like the top three quarterbacks last year. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I, I would have had Malik Willis above, which I mean looks silly now because of the the raw talent. But he would have been like right there with Kenny Pickett for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
He's got, kind of got a similar vibe to Desmond Ritter, honestly. He does, yeah. Like not, just, just in terms of played a lot, yeah. the poise, uh, the the kind of the mental makeup, all of that. Similar similar build too, and like the similar like athlete. I feel like. Yeah, thir- third round feels right for him. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my wild card is uh, Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like Stetson Bennett is. Uh, this sucks. He's a decent NFL prospect. Like you, he is, what? I, I'm just going to be really interested to see where you have Stetson Bennett in your rankings. Okay. Um, obviously, he's 5'11", 192. <laughs> obviously, he is hard, weird to talk about. Like, it's not the same as talking about Tim Tebow or or someone of that level. But, like, Stetson <laughs> Bennett has people who are going to love him forever no matter what and think he, he, he should be talked about yeah. the same as Bryce Young. And he's got people who are going to think he's uh, dog water, right? Like he's that walk-on who just happened to be surrounded by talent at Georgia. But he's – I th- I think he's, a, like, like decent. Yeah. I, I think if he was a little bigger, I would like him a little bit more too. Like he doesn't – yeah, he's a good decision maker. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a very good runner. Yeah. He's, he's good at extending plays. He's – kind of pressure doesn't really rattle him i think he's got good feet he doesn't have a great arm no doubt but he he gets the ball out on time he's not afraid to push the ball deep um he's pretty damn accurate in the short to intermediate uh i think he's like a very deep like he has everything that you look for to back up other than it's just weird because he's this weird figure to talk about now and he's old Uh, yeah and he's old and obviously (laughs) he skipped the senior bowl to get arrested for yeah drunk knocking on doors but that really if you, if you, yeah it, it's made so much funnier by the fact that he's 20 he was doing that at 25 it's not like he's a 20 year old <laughs> retro sophomore doing that he's i know literally freaking our age doing it that's i know he's gonna be 26 like in october like static come on man um but, yeah I, I agree with you i like i think he's higher in my rankings than i anticipated him anticipated him being before i dove into it you know yeah. um I, aj i honestly believe had he not like, had he gone to the Senior Bowl and just been, like, fine and not got a – like, I feel like he would have gone, like, fourth round. Yeah. I There was a lot of that that chatter, and I'm like, there's no way, right? But he, I agree yeah, with I you. Combat, he looked really good in the throwing session. Like, uh, he he was right there with Will Levis. Like, yeah. He, he hit the velocity, together. too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he looked – to me, he honestly looked better than Will Levis. Yeah, so. I agree. No, I honestly, like, if he was, like, a regularly sized quarterback – I mean, and then, you know, he back-to-back national champion. I know, like, that defense was all-time, but he, he was still doing it. And he he did have moments where he's putting the team on his back. But, yeah, like, in terms of, like, that, I wish he was just, like, not such a weird figure because, like, he, he has such a great makeup to be a long-term backup. Like, with all the things you said, like, just he's so quick. He, he's a good mover. He's a good scrambler. And, like, like you know, there's some like short intermediate. He's got zip on up those balls. Like you, hey, 58 miles per hour, I think, on the gun. Um, like the anticipation is pretty good. He trusts his receivers, like you said. He can throw the the, the deep ball with some nice touch. Um, like like you said, the arm is not special or anything, and he can't really push it. But just yeah, like and he, he's kind of interesting, and he's not. I don't. Know, my one thing is he's pretty streaky. If he wasn't so streaky, I would feel a little bit better about him too. Um, I feel like when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he kind of has a hard time getting back on sometimes. Yeah, he's got he's a bit of like – Go ahead, yeah. 
Sorry, he's a better quarterback than some of the quarterbacks we've seen drafted in like oh, the fifth, sixth round. Oh, yeah. I, I, got, I got him in the sixth round. I got an early sixth round grade on him. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> he's just he's – just, he's, there's a lot of, like, really interesting evaluations in this class, which, which makes it a funky group because there's so many guys that are like – you know, we got a 26-year-old rookie – who won back-to-back national championship games, but he's also the smallest quarterback. Like you know, like it's it's so funny, but yeah. Yeah. Also, Nadan, day, day three, I think he can hang around as a backup. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, going to best bet. Yeah, speaking of small, I, it's got to be Bryce Young, right? And I think, like on paper, CJ Stroud is the more talented quarterback in terms of like mechanics and his arm. Um, because I do think Bryce Young's arm is not. It isn't special, you know. It's not. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, like I, I think there are some instances where he won't be able to push the ball like he wants to, and that might come back to him. But, um, he just has it, man. He just got a fucking inf- it factor. It's so hard to quantify, but he just has it. And like, like obviously, you see that probably most in just how good he is as a scrambler, how good he can extend the play, and and his it feels insane. He's a maestro, like, directing his wide receivers open. It, it, he does it so often and so damn well. It, it's ridiculous. And then he's also, like, really effective running, too, and making guys miss. Um, and it's – I know we've talked about this a lot, but, like, just putting him in the context that, like, he was willing the least talented Alabama offense in years to, to wins this year, which is crazy. But, yeah, and then, you you know – you got the size, which, I mean, if you love him, I don't think it matters too much. He wasn't getting balls batted or anything. But it matters in the sense that, oh, it's, is he gonna, yeah, is he going to be able to, to you know, yeah, exactly, to, to withstand the NFL beating, especially but if he ends up on the Texans, you know? Like. He, I know he came in at 204 at the combine. We talked about it. He didn't throw. I think he's not going to measure at his pro day, and then he will yeah. throw. And how much does he really weigh? Like, is his playing weight closer to 190 than it is to 204? I, I, I think so. so. Um Bama so always that, had him at 194, so he's probably 190, right? Yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. But just in terms of pure football player, you're right. Like, his arm isn't amazing, but he is such a decisive and smart mm-hmm. decision maker. He's with great anticipation. Yeah. Um, he Obviously, it's the poise and the ability to extend his feel for the game. He he has this great spatial awareness. Yeah, he's got um, that sixth sense in the pocket, too. Yeah, and he's not like this undersized quarterback who's looking to run. He's this undersized quarterback who's looking to make you miss by time and hit the yeah. wide-open guy in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Um, he has really great feet. His his throwing mechanics are, are, are right there, uh, I think, with C.J. Stroud. Um I think it only the, the the like the lower bodies kind of show up when he's trying to push it downfield because he doesn't have that arm so much. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. But I, I think his you don't want. Go ahead, sir. I I just think you want to you want him to be in an offense that's not like a offense that mm-hmm. lives on the vertical routes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you 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 want him in that like kind of more west coasty yeah offense. I want to like he's good off play action. He gets the ball quick. Uh, uh in the RPO game, um, he's accurate on the intermediate to deep as long as it's not like too tough a throw to make you know yeah he got some really nice touch throws and like yeah it makes some like really nice like a cross field like crossing throws but i love also like you're kind of touching on that like you just got like a super quick release probably the they probably the fastest in the in the class and like just an easy delivery too the the thing that makes him like i think the best bet is like he more so than these other quarterbacks is you'll see him kind of Mm pre-snap figuring shit out like he's making calls at the line pre-snap. He's he's reading the defense. He's he's making changes with these bad Alabama, not bad Alabama receivers, but bad for Alabama. Yeah. And, 
and like making things work anyway. He's leaning on Jameer Gibbs when he's got nothing else going. Um, he just has this weird it factor that you can't quantify. And if he was a little bit bigger, I think he would be the number one pick. It's just like outliers are scary when you're picking number yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, I don't want to reveal who I have number one in my group, but like, I don't think the the the, the space between Young and Stroud is very f- much. Very, no. like, it's not much. So I totally, I, I even though I have Bryce Young one spoilers, I, I totally understand taking T.J. Stroud. Like I said, I think he's the safest and the highest floor. But um, just Bryce Young's got something special to him. I don't know. It just he just he is the outlier, but he's just not a guy you see busting. You know. No. Like, literally, the only thing that scares me is just that size, right? Like, yeah. Wrong. It's tough, though. Like, it's football. Guys get hurt regardless of how big they are. You, yeah, it can happen Don- in any way, exactly. Dante Culpepper was one of the biggest quarterbacks we've ever seen. His, uh, I'm staring at my Dante Culpepper poster as I say this with Kira Maya. And his uh, his crew was ruined by injury, and then Drew Brees was one of the smaller quarterbacks, and yeah. his crew looked like it was going to be ruined by injury, and then guess what? His shoulder held together. I know Russell Wilson bulked up, but he like didn't miss a snap for a fucking decade, right? Like, and that's a lot of people's comp, which I don't have, but yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just something special about him, and it's just yeah, I don't know, man. He's just, uh, there's just something special. It's very hard to quantify, and. I don't know. And, like, you know what, too? Like, like he's not, like, he... You don't feel his size. Like, I, I don't think you feel it at all on the field. Like, he's making lots of throws when getting hit and hit hard. I know you don't want him to, but... And then, like, you know, he can avoid all the pressure, like he said. And he's really accurate on the move. And then the way he just orchestrates that, those receivers in that move, it's just really what always impresses me. Um, but, yeah. I mean, like, and just quickly, going back to, like, I feel like people don't make enough of how down that Alabama talent was around him. Like, I threw on the ULM game because he threw two picks. I'm like, okay, he's throwing picks against ULM. I want to see it. And, like, man, ULM defensive linemen were toasting this Bama Bama offensive line. I'm like, what is going on? And and it looked like he was the one, like, playing for ULM. Like, it was... Tommy Baden's got this place playing. (laughs) That's a good point, too. Like, but one of the interceptions in that game was kind of him, like, having an open deep receiver, trying to push it, and the ULM DB making a great play uh, going back. But, yeah, I just... I don't know. All said and done, it's just, just give me the give me the guy that's that's got something, man. Yeah, there's just so many plays where he looks like he's buying time. He's scrambling. He he can feel the pressure behind him. He ducks. Yeah. He's he's everything has gone to hell. But guess what? He's got eyes in the back of his head, and he sees a guy in the corner of the zone yeah. touchdown. Like, and I think I think he's still a weird feel. He does. He does. And I think he, he steps up in the biggest moments. I I feel like he's still getting better too. He's, uh, he, to me, is what the Texans need. I totally agree. And, like, some of those throws in his last game against K-State were, were like, even better than, than throws we've seen him make, too. Like, deep deep placement and stuff. He would also be just so fun. And, uh, Bobby Slowick is the Texans OC Shanahan disciple. Yeah, it works. It works very well. That. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, you want to catch out our quarterbacks? Yeah, let's do it. What do you want? You, do you really want to hit top 20? Oh, yeah, because my 20, I just need to name drop my 20. Okay. Go 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 twenty uh, to well, sixteen or whatever. 16? Sure. Do you, wait, do you want to go yours first or me first? You go ahead. Okay. Twenty FAU quarterback Nikosi Perry. Your guy. That's my guy. Uh, Nineteen incarnate word quarterback Lindsey Scott Jr. Fin- finish your drink. <laughs> Our king. Uh, he's fun. 
Uh, he's a really good runner. He's also way thicker than I realized. 5'10", 215. Like, he's going to be an absolute monster in the XFL. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> he also played at LSU, at Juco, Missouri, Nichols, he's, and Incarnate Word. Like, he's got the sick. craziest journey. It's, it's sick. He, he's also, like, still, like, he's played so many schools. He's been in college football since 2016, and he's the same age as Will Levis. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, 18, Fordham's Tim Demerat, your boy. Okay. 17, James Madison's Todd Santeo. 16, Appalachian State's Chase Bryce. I like Chase. I got Chase Bryce 17. That's my guy. Yeah, he's, he's kind of got a cannon, man. You know who I like to become a, a CFL guy? Who? Uh, he's, not my, he's not my 20, but my Tyler Johnston. I think there's still something there. Uh, Towson. Towson. Towson, right. Towson, yeah, I know. Um <laughs> So, um, 20 for me is is um, is your guy, Sean Clifford, the GOAT. Um, 19 for me is Lindsey Scott, finish your drink. 18 for me, I got James Blackman, baby. Can't quit him, the Slim Reaper. Uh, 17, I got Chase Bryce. I, I, think, I like Chase Bryce. He's going to kill it in the, in the like XFL. And 16, this is where I got Max Duggan, baby. I could see Chase Bryce being like the all-time leading passer in the mm-hmm. Rocks FL XFL's history. Oh yeah, Chase Bryce is good. Like he's he's well put together. He's got the arm. Like I like I like Chase Bryce. Thirty years ago, Chase Bryce like at the second round pick. <laughs> he should he should have seen it Clemson. It would have been the starter. It's um, my okay. take of the night. I'll go fifteen to eleven. Go. Fifteen, your boy TCU's Max Duggan. Um. Uh. 14, Louisville's Malik Cunningham. 13, Shepherds Tyson Bajent. Finish your drink. 12, Georgia's Stetson Bennett. Oh, I'm, I'm way higher on Stetson, baby. 11, BYU's Jaron Hall. <laughs> I'm way higher on Stetson, baby. Um, <laughs> I just think, like, I have, like, such a tight group that they're all, like, yeah, nah. my Yeah, my 13 through, like, eight are the same. Yeah, my, my seven... Like my seven through fourteen, are, like seven seven to ten are very tight, and then like eleven through fourteen are still tight. Anyways, fifteen for me is uh, Malik Cunningham. Fourteen is where I got Tim Demerat. Thirteen, like I said, Tyson Bajant. Twelve is where I got Clayton Tune. And then eleven, my first draftable grade that I've named is uh, Aiden O'Connell. I got a late seventh on him, and uh, Matt Barkley comp. Oh, nice, nice. Um, uh, I I want to say. That I think Malik Cunningham's really fun. He is really fun. He he is such a good athlete. He plays really loose. Yeah. Um. He's he's a guy who I'm interested to see kind of what happens with him. I mean, there's been points. I, do you think he gets drafted? No. I don't think so either. I think part part of it, like he's just he's very thin. Yeah. Like there's been like many points in his career where like I would take a flyer on him, but like I just. I don't know. I think the sum of the whole career it just leads to a, an undrafted guy plus the size. Yeah. Um, who else here? Duggan. Duggan's just not very good. Like, he's not. He's a physical runner. Yeah, he's a good runner, good athlete, but like he has some arm strength to him, but he just has no control. No, he's got like he all just sprays. He's his feet are bad. Um, yeah. You want my comp is Connor Shaw. That's a good one. I, I went Taysom Hill because I'm bored. Taysom Hill because I had to. He's not. See, he's not even that athlete, and he's 20 pounds lighter. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, my Cunningham comps Pat White. 
I, I went with uh, Seneca Wallace. Ooh, that's a high comp. Okay, that's my Stetson Bennett comp. And, like, I feel really good about it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> my, um, my my Stetson comp. I mean, actually, I'll get there. Don't worry. I, I, can't, I don't my, have a good one, but, yeah. My Bajenk comp is Will Greer. Wait, I think mine is two. Hold on, I gotta open my I don't open my Bajant file because I, I like Tyson Bajant. I I don't think he's gonna get drafted, but like I wish he had like I I get why he stayed at Shepherd, but I kind of wish he had made that leap to West Virginia. Well, he, just like Will Greer, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, it, I did. I have Will but, Greer comp too. Like yeah, it's just like not to be you know. It's just hard watching those Shepherd tapes. Like it's it was tough. It's tough to evaluate him. I thought he looked good at the Senior Bowl. Uh, but not good right. enough to get drafted. Uh, the other guys I want to talk about are either in your top 10 or my top 10. So we can keep it rolling. I'll do my uh, 10 through 6. Do it. Um, 10, I have Houston's Clayton Toon with a Luke McCowan comp. Uh, late day 3. Uh, 9, I have Dorian Thompson Robinson of UCLA. Tyler Huntley comp. Mid to late day 3. 8, I have Purdue's Aiden O'Connell with a Teddy Bridgewater comp. Late, uh, mid to late day three. Um, seven, Stanford's Tanner McKee. Fifth round grade, Mike Glennon comp. And then six, I have Fresno State's Jake Hainer. Uh, Gardner Minshew comp, fifth round grade. Ten for me is where I got uh, Jaron Hall, who I liked more than I expected. Uh, mid sixth round grade. I comped him to current Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Nine for me, I, that's where I got uh, the Stanford slinger, Tanner McKee. Uh, also a mid sixth. Uh, I gave the the Mike Glennon comp as well. We're keeping that from the summer. Uh, eight is where I got DTR. I got an early mid six on him, the Tyler Huntley comp, and I got Stetson seven. Uh, I got an early six on him, and I gave him the Trace McSorley comp. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very similar style though. He's a be- he better Trace McSorley. And then six, you got Hainer. And yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, six for me is Jake Hainer. I got a mid to late fifth, so just a step above those dudes. I, I went with the Colt McCoy comp. Um, so Jer- we'll, we'll do uh, Jaron Hall and Clayton Toon. Uh, Hall, Hall's just kind of sp- like he's got the arm. He makes these really fun off-platform throws. Yeah. Um, he kind of looks like a shortstop playing quarterback. He's just, to me, he's just uh, the type of guy who flames out. Qu- like he doesn't have the little things to be last as a backup. He's a very boomer bust type of guy. He reminds me a little bit of Washington State's Anthony Gordon, honestly. It's an interesting one. I don't mind that. Uh, just like he just like stays still in the pocket and rips a weird off platform throw. It's kind of Drew Lockie too. Those are my comps. <laughs> um, I don't love him. He's also older. Yeah, he's, he's uh, twenty five. But but I do have a late draftable. So mm-hmm. so really, we're not far off. In no, no. I just have more draftable grades than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I came away kind of like disappointed like Clayton Tune and stuff. But I guess we can touch on that in a sec. Yeah, with Hall, I, I think I like the parts more than you do. I, I, I think like he, he sees the field like fairly well. He's fairly poised. Um, I get what you mean. Um, like he just sometimes he just has a funky ass base and you know rip, ripping off platform throws. But yeah, the arm is it's not going to wow, but it's good enough. I feel like um, I, I think he got a lot better this year too, and just like. Throw some like you know can can make some good sideline throws and um, like enough arm to drive the 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 like the sideline balls too. Got some good tight like back shoulder like that's kind of where he works well. Um, yeah, like I, I think like and the timing has gotten better too. And like you said, older older prospect. I don't disagree with you like he could flame out, but I I do think there is something there to be a potential backup quarterback. The reason I have Clayton Tune one spot above him is I just think Clayton Tune's a little bit better of a rhythm thrower. Um, 
uh, a little less sporadic with his decision making, keeps things on time a little bit more. He's actually a better athlete too, including to an underrated mm-hmm. athlete. Um, I like. I don't think he's like that much better, uh, but I just I kind of see a more clear path to him lasting a few years in the NFL. Yeah, I just like like yeah I, I like I don't know like like the. He works pretty well in the middle of the field too, and that is like just good, good feel in there, which is kind of opposite. I think Hall is better on the outside, um, but yeah, the arm is arm is average at best, but workable. Yeah. I feel like um, I don't know, just like I, I felt like he was just getting like the, the pressure was kind of negatively affecting him too much this this season when I was watching the twenty twenty two. He'll see the difference to me between him and Tuna Hall is Tuna's a lot safer. Like he's going to he'll check it down, he'll yeah. just get the ball out of his hands. Where Jaron Hall's extending, which can be very splashy and fun, but yeah. can also be scarier when he's your back quarterback and maybe he's trying to play some hero ball. Yeah, and I think Tune is like you see that athleticism show up, like where like he's pretty good, like being decisive in when he when he does make his scrambling. But like I don't know, like I, I don't think he's that great when the pocket's breaking down. It was taking a lot of sacks um, this past season. Um, I don't. I don't love the the feet as much either. I don't no, know. Like I, no, he's he's my he's my top undraftable guy. Like I think he's priority UDFA. You know, gets gets a good look. But yeah. Um, we talked DTR. Let's go to Aiden O'Connell. Who yeah. I have a couple spots higher than you. I I just think he's the the epitome of check down king. Mm-hmm. Like he's just gonna get the ball out on time. He'll check it down. He he's throws with good touch. Uh, he's a not a good athlete. He's not going to move yeah. his statue, but he's a, a good rhythm thrower. Like I think if I my quarterback gets hurt, I throw him in. Like he's just gonna check it down. He's gonna try and keep things moving. He'll pick up five yards every once in a while. Like yeah, he's safe. Um, but yeah, like the arm's nothing special. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I think he he thinks his arm's better than it is. Tries to force things. Uh, the Wisconsin game comes to mind. Like he'll try to rip it in, but his arm does not have that mm-hmm. capability. Um, he's not very good throwing deep either. Like he just has a really flat deep ball. Yeah, like again, it's it's like he is a short to intermediate thrower. Uh, but yeah, like that that ball comes out of his hand quick, and he's got like decent velocity on like the short yeah, throws. He, he's been weird. Like the discourse around him has been kind of strange. Yeah, but no, I totally yeah it has. I totally agree. Like quick decisions, not afraid to check it down. I, I do have a late draft ball on him. Um, you know, works his reads fairly well. Just like. He's not. He's not athletic, and that kind of that kind of bumped him down for me in the modern yeah, for NFL. Sure. For sure. Um, but I still like him enough. Like seventh round, maybe he he hangs around. I, I I'm cool with that. And we talk. What? Who else? Tanner, we Tanner talk? McKee. Yeah, is that the only one we have left here? I think so. Yeah. Um. So McKee just that offense was not like he has a slow I, release, and he's playing this the freaking Wake Forest slow mesh RPO offense. Like his he's not built to do that at all. I don't know why they were doing that. I don't know. But. He can he can rip the ball a little bit more than some of these other guys. He has pretty good feet. Um, he's decent accuracy, short to intermediate. Like, it de- I guess it depends on the context of type. Like, he's not the PFF first round guy that they tried to push for some reason. But he has like he's big. He's throws with anticipation. He's got enough arm. Um, he's. I don't know. He's fine. He's a fine day three quarterback. Yeah, like like he's got the arm, the like probably the best arm of this group in the in the day three group, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, better than DTRs. Yeah, I think, think we're probably second. Yeah, and like the velocity's there to to throw the tight window balls too. And um, you know what shocked me? Like he's so he's super immobile. 
But, like, when he is rolling out, he's actually pretty decent throwing on the move, which I think if that can be kind of worked on, maybe that helps him stick around because I think just his lack of mobility and his, like, I, I think his heavy, he's got some heavy feet. Um, yeah. And, like, that, yeah, that slow delivery, like... I I just think that can really hurt him, and he's like he's not good when he's he's under pressure either. So like I think all of that makes for a very like ooh, he's flaming out quick in the NFL, even though he's got a good arm. Um, but like if you can like get him RPO PA heavy, uh, protect him a little bit, like let him let him sling it a bit, um, protect like just keep the protection there. Maybe he can stick. It, it, it depends on his landing spot. I feel like. Yeah. No. 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 For sure. I mean, which I mean is always so important with quarterbacks. But yeah. Um, and it's just like he, if he, I don't think he's dessert, like he shouldn't go third round, but he might because there's just not a lot of day two quarterbacks. Yeah, I think there's only, and for some reason, he's being kind of propped up as on this. I feel like on the same level as Hendon Hooker, but I don't think he should be. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, because he's he's big and he's he's got a good arm, but yeah. yeah. I can't believe you have Stetson Bennett, what, seven? Seven, baby. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, like my seven through, um, no, Seven, eight, good. nine, ten is very, very close. And then O'Connell's slight below. Um, and then that, like, my 12 through 14 are pretty tight, too. But, um, yeah. And then I got Hainer, like, a, a nod ahead. And then a big jump to the top five. Um, okay, let's do the top five. Uh, I'll hit you first. Fifth, I have Tennessee's Hennon Hooker um, with a fourth-round grade. Ooh, okay. Uh Struggle with the comp. I don't know. The Geno Smith comp is what I went with. But I, d- I did too, but I, I don't love it. Me neither. Four, I have Kentucky's Will Levis with a third round grade. Um, I think the Ryan Tannehill comp's pretty solid. Generous. Um, more on that in a sec. I think I yeah. like Will Levis more than you. Uh, three, I have Florida's Anthony Richardson. First round grade. Dante Culpepper comp. Two, I have Alabama's Bryce Young. Ooh, okay. First first round grade. Uh, I don't know. I freaking, no one knows how to comp them, so we're all just like being like Doug Flutie, Steph Curry combined. <laughs> so I wrote, but I don't. I really don't care. Uh, and then one, I have Ohio State's CJ Stroud as a biased Buckeyes fan. Uh, Matt Ryan comp first round grade. How much? Uh, how much separation you got between Young and Stroud? Not much. I yeah. like went back and forth. Uh, Me too. And then I decided I was like. I have less questions with Stroud simply because he's not 190 pounds. I agree. I think that's very fair. Um, I, I don't. I think like. I think you can't go wrong either way. Anyway, sorry. But but I do have like Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is firmly way ahead of Will Levis, but the third quarterback here. Agreed. I totally agree. Um, I'll, I'll hit you with mine. Fifth, I got Hendon Hooker. I also stole the Geno Smith comp. I'm I'm higher on Hooker than you are. I got an early mid third round grade on him. Uh, four is where I got Will Levis. I have an early third, so we're we're right there. I just yeah. I just don't like him. <laughs> my my comp is a uh, Blaine Gabbert mixed with Carson Wentz, which is the right comp, I think. Uh, three is I got Anthony Richardson. Big 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 jump here. I got a top fifteen grader Anthony Richardson. Stole your Dante Culpepper comp. It's great. It's good one. It's perfect. Uh, two I got CJ Stroud. Top ten uh, grade on him. I like the Matt Ryan comp. And then I want I got Bryce Young. Not much between them. Um, oh, yeah, there's no great comp here. They, all of them are getting stupid. I got I got one. I think I like a little bit more. He he he's if you take Joe Burrow and blend him with Kyler Murray, because I think a lot of the intangibles are very Joe Burrow. That's interesting. 
Yeah, and, but a lot of the intangibles are very Joe Burrow. He doesn't have yeah, Kyler. Yeah. He's got the arm of Joe Burrow, not the arm of Kyler. But a lot of his like movement is Kyler Murray. But also his pocket movement is Joe Burrow. So that kind of yeah. That's interesting. I like that. Um, just so my big holdup with Hendon Hooker is mm-hmm. just like that offense. Yeah, it, yeah, it's I just know. It's really tough, and I'm just like, uh, everyone's running so open and free. Everything seems so easy. So that just kind of scared me off. So. That's why I get that. I, I have him where I have him. Um, yeah. So with Will Levis, would Will Levis have been your quarterback one last year? Um, no. I still would have Malik Willis above him. Like, okay, so he would have been my quarterback one last year. I think the problem with Will Levis is he was propped up so much that then yeah. anyone who disagreed like hates him now. Um, and then Anthony Richardson's the freak show and blah blah blah. Will Levis, I think, is a lot safer um, than some people think. Like, he's he's coming from this pro-style-y offense, yep. more pro-style than everyone else, heavy play action. Like, uh, Liam Cohen did a really good job two years ago. Skaggs mm-hmm. did a terrible job. Apparently, Skaggs mm-hmm. sucks, though. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and their offensive line was way worse. The receiver sucked. He was hurt. Blah, blah, blah. He's still, like... His feet are pretty good. His mechanics are be- better than like he the release is quick. Yeah. Enough. Uh, he's got a big arm, not Anthony Richardson big, but he's got a bigger arm than Bryce Young, no doubt. Yep. Um, and, and I think Stroud too. Yeah. But not too much. He's just I think he's just naturally not that accurate. Yeah, totally like, agree. He just he'll miss high, he'll miss wide, and it's like you're not necessarily being like where it's like with Anthony Richardson, it's like oh his feet, like his feet, he didn't say his feet. His mechanics kind of just got away from him there. Yeah. With Will Levis, like, I just think he just it doesn't have doesn't have great touch. Yeah, he, um, he feels like he's really like, especially short throws. He's like really like aiming. I, I think that might just be like he doesn't have um, an off speed pitch. You know, like everything yeah. has to be a fastball for him. But at the same time, like he is, I think he's really good at play action. I think mm-hmm. he he can um, push it deep, obviously. But I think he's good at uh, attacking the middle off play action. Um, He's a good athlete. He's not like an amazing runner or anything. Um, he also yeah. isn't as good as it, it isn't as good at extending plays as you might expect. No, he's not like that. See, my I know it might for me it might just be like the hype because like a lot of things he's propped up for. You dig in, and I don't think are quite there. The arm, the arm is there absolutely. The, the velocity is there. And I do really, really like his release. He's got a compact motion, and it comes out really pretty. Um, but, like, he's always been called, like, this really high-end athlete, and, like, it, it doesn't show up that no, much. No, he's he, that's why I, I, I don't like the Ryan Tannehill comp where he, he's – yeah, he's, certainly he's athletic. He moves well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's not some, like, amazing runner. But he, he – in the right offense, like Tanny's had in Tennessee, like, he's going to be, I think, a competent quarterback uh, – Again, landing spots everything with quarterbacks, but like he, I think he's just so competent off play action, just heavy play action offense. Like take advantage of that arm strike. He's willing to push it deep. Um, like when things get messy though, like he's he lacks poise. His yeah, his, like he'll he'll lean on that arm and try to just rip something when it sh- yeah. when he shouldn't. Um, it can get away from him for sure. I don't think he's going to be some top ten quarterback, but. I, like he certainly to me has the makeup of a guy who's 
like a fine starting quarterback. Yeah, I think he's like on day two. Like I know I have him in the third, but like if you're taking him fortieth, that's I, the problem. I, I don't have an issue, but if you take him five, he's going fifth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's the Colts' future or whatever. Yeah, and quickly going back to the, his athletic ability and as a runner, he's not going to be like that chunk runner at all. But I think he's going to be a good. He could be a good goal line threat, good short yardage type of. Um, as we see, like the sneak becoming more and more. <laughs> He's good at that, but like also he's got a weird amount of bobbled snaps. But anyways, that's besides the point. I think like he is, he's kind of Carson Wentz in the fact that like he just he is so, like at the worst time he'll turn it over. Yeah, yeah. He'll do I, something goofy as fuck every like every game. He'll just do something weird and goofy and like I don't know why he to me where Bryce Young's got this great feel for the game. Will Levis lacks I was, feel. I was about to say the exact same thing, except. In the frame of Bryce Young has the it factor, and I don't think Levis does. He has like the negative it factor, and, and, and like, but he has the arm. He has oh, absolutely. the athleticism. He has the yep. size. Um, when he's playing, call, I, I feel like he just like plays too amped up sometimes or something, mm-hmm. and he tries to rip it, and the ball gets away from him. He sprays it. Um, he's a day two quarterback who. He's just kind of getting propped up because that's what always happens. Yeah. Uh, I do think he is a better prospect than Kenny Pickett, who went 20th um, in a back back class. I got him above Pickett, too. So it's like, I don't know. Lennox spots everything. Um, I think there's definitely a a path where he's just a solid NFL starting quarterback where the fan base is like, we want him to take that next step, but he never does. But he's never – like he's not a true bust flame out. Uh, back up within three years, Zach Wilson style. Yeah, like like, like he's it, not as boomer busty as Zach Wilson, to me at all. Um, but he's uh, it's very clearly the fourth quarterback. I, I don't. I think he's. I think he's more like the boomer bust of Carson Wentz. Where like, if that injury never happened, uh, Wentz could it be you know have a very very different career right now. I think that kind of just like triggered the whole downhill, like everything that went wrong for Carson Wentz, you know. But um. Yeah, I don't. There's just there's something intangible. Like I, you put Young up against Levis, and it's kind of unfair to Levis to a point. But like I just watching them, you know, together. It's like there's something that Young has that Levis doesn't. I know it's weird to, to measure, but yeah. But no, like the arm is great. Like I, I like it a lot. Um, he like you said, pro style often. Like there's so there's lots of good pieces. It's just that he's getting so propped up that it's hard to like. Equate. Plus, he's an older prospect. It's not like this is a 21-year-old, 22-year-old prospect. He's going to be 20. Like, he's not old, but he's he'll be 24 by camp, right? Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know. Just like Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, It's going to be interesting to see where he, he ends up. It really is. And if he is a week one starter, which I think he will end up being, right? Um, Also, like... For a guy that has a great arm, like it feels like they didn't let him throw deep enough, especially this past season. Like, there, I don't know. Like, there aren't that many impressive deep throws uh, to me from the games I watched, at least. Like, and like what uh, from PFF, like uh, a quarter of his passes were uh, behind the line of scrimmage this year. Like, that's fucked. And yeah, like you said, um, they're just doing a terrible job. But makes him for a tough eval. And again, it's just it's just not a guy that I would. Risk in the top ten? No, no, definitely not. And again, I'm I'm with you. Like if if he went in the second round, it's such a different story. But he's just yeah. 
And I think part of it, too, is, like, last year, the quarterback, like, Kenny Pickett kind of getting propped up there. It's mm-hmm. like, well, this quarterback class is so bad, someone's going to get propped up. But this one has two really good quarterback prospects and, like, a super freaky exciting one. Yeah. And that Will Levis is still kind of getting propped up there. So, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of confusing. I think he'll, it, I don't know, the quarterback rookie rundown is going to be hell next year. It is. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> um, okay, three... We both had Anthony Richardson. I had CJ Stroud one. You had Bryce Young one. I yeah. think for you, it's it's the it factor, the feel for Bryce. For me, it's CJ Stroud's just such a safe player. Yeah. Um, but I think both of us can understand. Like I think both of us could flip flop it and be like, yeah, totally agree. I, I do like one thing that's I feel like maybe a little bit underlooked for Stroud is like he's not the biggest guy. He's only what he coming at two fourteen like. But I think he's got the frame to add, and I think he will add. So I just wanted to point that out. It feels like it wasn't talked about that much. Um, he's he's on the lighter that. end, yeah. It just helps that Bryce Young is so small. <laughs> it probably does. But yeah, I would really, like, I would just the, – the stuff he flashed in the Georgia game, that being CJ Stroud, if he can continue that, like, that's – I totally agree. Like, you said his floor is high – or, sorry, his floor is high, but so is his ceiling, and I agree. Like, if – if he plays like he did at Ohio State, Ohio State, that's a consistent top ten, top five quarterback, right? Like, period. Um, yeah. So I got no problem. I have absolutely no problem. Anyone who has him quarterback one, anyone who who thinks he should be the first pick in the draft, he, he very much is deserving of it. Um, it's just yeah, yeah. Bryce Young has just got that 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 damn it factor. Um, it should be the first two picks though. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. It, where do you like rank? Not in this class, but just like in general. Like, where do you rank Stroud's like pure arm talent? I feel like that hasn't been discussed as much as like this guy is super depends. accurate, which is true. Yeah. Well, 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 to me, when you say arm talent, accuracy yeah. comes into it, right? Like, okay, you let's pure arm strength. Arm strength. Yeah, let's put. So you're right, though. You're right. Apologies. Stroud, I, I put him above Bryce Young. I think. Uh, oh, I, he's got a way better right? arm than Bryce Young. Okay. I, I totally agree. I, I put like okay, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, both bigger arms i think hendon hooker's got a bigger arm uh tanner mckee's got a bigger arm uh, i don't know sixth fifth sixth seventh yeah i just feel like it's it's kind of almost hard to quantify because when he's making deep throws oftentimes it, it like they're they're wide open like it's because he's got those receivers yeah i i, I think I, I would put him probably a little bit like i'm not worried about it whatsoever. higher no no me neither I, I i think he can make every throw on the field like yeah, i'll put it yeah, that way definitely. I just wanted to have that little chat. Um, I mean, give me give me CJ Stroud's arm over Tanner McKee's. Fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, like the the accuracy is so. I don't know if we've had a more accurate um, quarterback coming out since we've started doing this podcast. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Very Josh Rosen. Mac Jones. <laughs> no, fuck that. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap this bad boy up? No, I can't wait to give you my top fifty running backs. Oh now. god. We'll see you we'll then. See, we'll see you then. Uh, Iona's taking all all of March.